Hello and welcome to the But Mostly Eating podcast, a podcast all about food, health, wellness, and everything in between. My name is Tori and I am a holistic health coach focused on food freedom, intuition, and body image. I am so glad you're here. I hope you enjoy this episode and let's do this. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the But Mostly Eating podcast. My name is Tori. Happy Friday. Happy long weekend. I hope you guys have something fun planned, something fun and safe, of course. Can you, like, believe that it is already July? Like, that is actually bananas to me. I saw a TikTok that was like, can you believe that in five months, 2020 will be two years ago? And I was like, oh my god, like, I literally cannot handle that right now (laughs) like time is of course made up always but the fact that 2020 would be two years ago in just five short months is like wild to me and I think just the rest of this year and into 2022 are gonna be crazy and I'm so excited and I'm just along for the ride here and I am ready for whatever is coming my way so before we get into the meat of today's episode which is all about self-worth I want to just like check in how are you feeling How are you feeling that 2021 is halfway over? How are you feeling this summer? How are you doing with everything? I think, you know, we had this really traumatic year last year in 2020, and now we're halfway through 2021, which kind of feels like 2020 light. (laughs) And I think we were just kind of expected to go back and go on with our normal lives like nothing is changing, or like we hadn't just experienced something so deeply traumatizing collectively. Um, And so I just want to make sure that you are checking in with yourself, giving yourself lots of grace, lots of love, lots of affirmations in the mirror, lots of self-worth exercises, which we'll be doing in a second. Um, But just, yeah, check in with yourself and say, hey, you know what? I survived a lot and it's going to be okay. Um, And I hope you know that. And if not, I'm telling you right now that it is going to be okay. So today I want to talk about self-worth. You know, this idea of am I good enough for these things? These things that I desire, whether it's a new body or a million dollars or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it is, am I good enough for those things. And then I want to talk about where you're placing your self-worth and how we can shift that back into being worthy from the inside out. So at the core of all of our struggles with body image, with emotional eating, with self-worth, with food freedom, with diet culture, etc, etc, is this belief that we aren't good enough bodies aren't good enough, our health isn't good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not worthy of this, I'm not worthy of that, I'm not rich enough, I'm not lovable enough, like all these things, the root of them is the belief that you are not good enough, you know, so we have to work super hard to change everything about ourselves so we can become worthy, so we can become loved, we can become dateable, we can become confident and sexy and hot or whatever it is, we struggle with the idea of self-worth and being worthy just as we are, which we're going to talk about. But before we dive in deeper, let's just define self-worth so we know what we're working with. So according to the dictionary, the definition of self-worth is a feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with respect. Again, self-worth is a feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with 
respect. And when I read that definition out loud, when I say it on this podcast, when you hear it in your ears, your probable first reaction is like, well, yeah, duh, duh, I think I'm a good person. I, duh, I think I should be treated with respect. But that's just at the surface. If you go a little deeper down, my guess is that you don't actually feel that way, you know, because along the way, along the way of our lives, we've placed our self-worth in all of the wrong things. So now I want to run through a quick list of all the things that do not determine our self-worth that we have placed a lot of stock in. So first and foremost, your social media following or the amount of likes you get on an Instagram post. This was and is, you know, some days a huge one of mine. I, in college, had this total like mental breakdown kind of thing and I just like deleted Instagram. I deleted every single picture off of my Instagram because I didn't believe that they were worthy of being there because they were getting a lot less likes than my friends. And I really regret that because I deleted all of my study abroad pictures and all these memories that I had from my first couple years of college and all because I didn't think that I was good enough. I didn't think that I was worthy enough of having these pictures on the internet. And so that's always been a huge one for me. You know, the amount of likes that I get on an Instagram post still comes up for me today on my food Instagram. You know, sometimes I see these other people posting, you know, different content and getting more likes than me. And it's upsetting, but I, you know, have to get back into that mindset of, well, these are different people. They are posting different things. It's not a reflection on me. Same idea with followers. I see these other accounts that have thousands of more followers than I do, and sometimes it can really get me down. But again, that's not a reflection on me as a person or the worth that I am providing. So number two, your age. How old you are has nothing to do with how worthy you are. You are no more worthy because you're 50 and no more less worthy because you're 19. It literally does not matter. And then number three, how far you can run or how heavy you can lift. These things are great if you're like into that kind of stuff, but ultimately they make no impact on your worth as a human being. And I can say this as someone who can barely run a mile. (laughs) Number four, your relationship status. This is a big one too because your girl is single as you guys all know. But ultimately, your relationship status has nothing to do with how worthy you are. Truly, it has nothing to do. Whether you are single as a Pringle like me or have been married for 17 years with two kids and another on the way, I don't know, your relationship status has nothing to do with your worth. Number five, your money or lack of money has nothing to do with how worthy you are. You could have $4 million or 14 cents in your bank account. It does not matter because money is just energy. It's just an external thing and has nothing to do with your worth as a person. Then we have your likes and interests. And this one is important too because sometimes, especially with like music, I think people think like, oh, I'm more worthy than her because she listens to Taylor Swift and One Direction and Harry Styles. And you know what? Taylor Swift, One Direction, and Harry Styles are all incredible. And you're not better than me or more worthy because you listen to the Dave Matthews band. I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> and then you have other people. Other people cannot take away your self-worth. Other people have no impact on how worthy you are, but we give them that power all the time, this, this judgment, this power over us to determine whether or not we are worthy. And we have to take that power back from them, and that's what we're going to do in this podcast. But finally, the last thing that we place our self-worth in is 
anything or anyone but ourselves. You know, it goes hand in hand with the other people when we give other things, the clothes that we wear, the car that we drive, the food that we eat, the apartment that we live in, so much power over our self-worth when ultimately self-worth is internal. And so I want you to ask yourself now and be really, really honest with yourself and approach whatever answer you get with without judgment, but in which category of those are you placing your self-worth? I just mentioned, like for me, social media and my relationship status is a huge one. In the past, I've placed a lot of my self-worth on my number of followers and the amount of likes I get and whether or not I'm dating anyone and all that kind of stuff. And I know that those things don't define me or my worth, but I know too that it can be really, really hard to make those shifts. But now when I hear that ego voice creeping back in, those thoughts telling me that I'm not worthy unless I have those things, I know it's time to, you know, take a social media break, take take a break from the dating apps and get back to myself and get back grounded with who I am and what I want and my self-worth, which ultimately comes from me. So I think lack of self-worth, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, can show up in limiting beliefs in our health, especially in areas of life like food freedom. You know, I hear all the time with the women that I talk to on my calls or about my programs, I hear food freedom will never work for me. Food freedom is impossible. I'm just going to fail. I'm not, you know, it, it sounds too good to be true. And the unsaid parts are, Food freedom will never work for me because I'm not worthy of it. Food freedom is impossible and I'm going to fail. The unsaid part is I'm not worthy of being successful. I'm not worthy of easy success. And then, you know, I'm not worthy of this because it sounds too good to be true. Unsaid part there is I'm not worthy of good things. But the truth of it is, is that you are worthy. You are worthy of living a life of freedom and abundance and health and confidence and effortless power and, you know, fearlessness, whatever it is. You are worthy of having a healed and effortless relationship with food and your body. You are worthy of living in the present moment every single day and doing what's best for you no matter what. But you have to decide that you are worthy of these things because I can say it until I'm blue in the face and I can list off all these things that are going to help you increase your self-worth, but you are the one that has to take action and develop your self-worth. Only you can do that. And that's what we're going to go through right now together. So congratulations. (laughs) So here are four strategies to improve your self-worth. Number one, Increase your self-understanding. We're going to walk through how to connect with yourself and learn who you truly are. Two, boost your self-acceptance. You have to fully accept yourself and all of your flaws no matter what. Three, enhance your self-love. Extend kindness and compassion to yourself and all of your flaws once again. Four, recognize your self-worth. You know, appreciate yourself and all of the work you've done so far to get here and know that it is only the beginning. So first, increase your self-understanding. We're going to connect with yourself and learn who you truly are because you have to learn who you are and what you want before you can decide that you are a worthy human being. And this is essential to understanding yourself and taking steps on your healing journey, both with your inner child, with your soul, with health, with your food, with your body. It's essential to taking steps on every single healing journey in your life. So I want you to ask yourself, What if everything in my life was taken away from me? If all I had left was just myself, how would that make me feel? What brings me the most passion, fulfillment, and joy? What am I good at? What am I bad at? What do I need to improve on? 
Spend some time thinking about the answers to those questions and understanding your answers and where they're coming from. And after answering the questions, I want you to try and aim for this conclusion. No matter what happens externally and no matter what is taken away from me, I am not affected internally. My worth remains the same. So once you've done that, once you've asked yourself those questions and gotten comfortable and honest with those answers and accepted them, we are going to move on to more acceptance. We're going to boost your self-acceptance because it is time and it's you have to fully accept yourself and all of your flaws. A huge part of self-acceptance is forgiving yourself and others. I want you to start thinking about the idea of what that kind of forgiveness would mean to you. In the meantime, while you're thinking about that level of forgiveness, here are some self-accepting affirmations to add to your daily routine. I accept the good, the bad, and the ugly. I fully accept myself, including the qualities I might not be too proud of. This is who I am, and I am at peace with that. Oftentimes, when we think about our self-worth, we place it in the hands of other people who might look at you and say, oh, you know, she has blonde hair, and I'm just like, I'm not a fan of that, and we let that affect us. But if that blonde hair makes you feel unlovable, undateable, and ultimately unworthy, you have to learn to accept it. You can't just dye it brown. You can't just change the color. You have to learn to accept your blonde hair no matter what, no matter who likes it or who doesn't like it. And then once you like it, you can change the color, but you have to embrace it first. You have to accept yourself, all of your flaws, all of the parts of you that other people want to change, all of the parts of you that you want to change, and then you can become at peace. Then you can understand and accept yourself. And once you've deepened that self-understanding and accepted yourself, it's time to enhance your self-love. I want you to do your best to extend kindness and compassion to yourself. And I've talked a lot in the past about how the language you use to speak to yourself is so important because our minds and our bodies are connected, but I'm going to continue to drill this home and I'm going to continue to talk about it for the rest of time. You have to pay attention to the tone you use when you speak to yourself. I want you to commit to being more positive and uplifting when you talk to yourself, especially when you make mistakes, experience failure, or someone points out their perceived flaws of you. I want you to switch that around, reframe it, rewire your thoughts to be more positive, more complimentary, more uplifting, more joyful, more happy, all of those good things. And it's probably not going to happen overnight, and that's okay, but I want you to aim for that reframe. And I'm going to share some affirmations now that you can add into your daily routine to really get the ball rolling on this. (laughs) So some affirmations for self-love. I feel valued and special no matter what. I love myself wholeheartedly no matter what. I am worthy and capable no matter what. And I want you to repeat these out loud every single day while you look in the mirror ideally naked, (laughs) repeat these out loud every single day while you're staring at yourself in your mirror with gusto, with enthusiasm, with confidence, with a raised voice, whatever it is for you, repeat them every single day and I promise you, you'll be able to easier reference them in times of struggle where your self-worth is really low, your confidence is really low, you're just like, no one likes me, blah, 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 and then you're like, hang on, I am worthy and capable no matter what. And it's okay if no one likes me because I love myself wholeheartedly. You'll be able to call back up your self-worth much, much easier 
once you add these affirmations in. So after deepening your self-understanding, working through some self-acceptance, and enhancing your self-love, it's time to recognize your self-worth. It's time to appreciate yourself for all of the work you've done so far to get here. You should absolutely be proud of yourself for even just listening to this podcast. Recognize your worth and appreciate yourself for the work you've done to get this far. Through that recognition, continue to maintain your self-understanding, your self-acceptance, your self-love, and your self-worth. Know that this is only the beginning and that these things will continue to improve over time. And once you're rooted in all of these things, the self-understanding, the self-acceptance, the self-love, the self-worth, you will no longer need to please other people. No matter what other people do or say about you, no matter what they take away from you, no matter how they try to undermine you, you alone control how you feel about yourself. You have the power to respond to events and circumstances and be rooted in your self-worth. Your value comes from an internal measure that you have set for yourself and no one can take that away because you have to take responsibility for yourself. You have to take responsibility for your own health, for your own happiness. You control your health. You control your happiness. To heal your body, to heal your relationship with food, to increase your self-confidence, to increase how you feel about your body, you have to get to the root cause of what is going on deep, deep, deep inside of you, which includes looking at your past, your emotions, your patterns, your feelings, and so on. This means that you have to take responsibility for getting yourself to where you are now, both the good and the bad. Once we start subscribing to diet culture when we're teenagers or even children or in our 20s or whenever it may be, we ultimately lose that connection with ourselves. We stop trusting ourselves and we look to everyone else to tell us how to fix our own bodies, right? That's the business model of diet culture. That is what they do. They tell us that we're broken, but they know how to fix it. And they're so good and so effective at marketing that we buy it. (laughs) But the reality is you are your number one expert. You are the only one who's inside your body. So you have to learn to trust yourself. You have the power to change and influence the events and the circumstances of your life, but you have to take the responsibility to change your reality if you are unhappy. You are the only one in your body. You are your longest relationship. Friendships will end, relationships will end, the circle of life will continue on, eventually someday you will die, but you are your longest relationship. You are alive in your body every single day from the second you are born until the second you you leave this earth. It makes no sense to not trust your body, to not take responsibility for it because it is the only thing that you will have forever. You have to stop blaming yourself. You have to stop blaming yourself and others for getting yourself to where you are now. You have to tune out the external noise and you have to take responsibility for how you are feeling in this current moment and take responsibility for how you want to feel in the moments beyond. Only you can provide that for yourself. Only you can answer these questions. Only you can change your life. And here's the thing. You are worthy of changing your life and living the life of your dreams. You are worthy of food freedom and a positive body image. You are worthy of this confidence, of this effortlessness, of this freedom, of this sexiness, whatever it is. You are worthy of it. You are worthy of all the good and all the abundance in your life, but you are the only one 
that can make it happen. And so that is my podcast episode for you guys today. (laughs) Got a little preachy there at the end, but it's so, so, so important to increase your self-worth, to love on yourself, to accept yourself fully no matter what. Because it's true, you are your longest relationship. Your body loves you and it wants to keep you alive and it wants to be your friend. And you've spent so many years fighting against it. And it's time to take responsibility for that, but it's also time to take responsibility for the fact that you can change it you can change how you feel about yourself. And to do that, you have to increase your self-worth. So I went on a, off on a tangent again, <laughs> but it is so important. And so that is all that I have for you guys today. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I would love it if you would go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would leave a five-star review, that would also be amazing. Share it with a friend if you think they'll resonate with it. Uh, follow me on Instagram at butmostlyeating. Email me anytime at butmostlyeating at gmail.com. Visit me on my website, butmostlyeating.com. Follow on TikTok, I guess, if that's your thing, at but mostly eating. I'm, I'm consistent, you guys. If you search but mostly eating, you'll find me. Um, so other than that, I hope you guys have an amazing and safe holiday weekend. I will be out of the podcast studio for the next two weeks because I'm going to be on a vacation. Um, but other than that, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.